Look, my kids, my kids somehow are getting up, feeding themselves and getting to school. And just by the grace of God, that's happening. But it is the game of the year of the week. Just the Burton Ernie of Nashville. Your logic is sound, my friend. That's only because you've lost money on them. Is a place where happiness and healthy emotional individuals rule the day. What's happened to Thomas? Has he, has he been arrested? Is it what we feared? Is it what we feared? Welcome to Talking Dogs. I'm Clint. And I'm Daniel. And we're two guys who love UGA sports. One of us is from the South. And one of us is from the West Coast. One of us is a lifelong Georgia fan. One is a more recent convert. But we both share a borderline obsessive, often ridiculous desire to see UGA succeed just like you do. This podcast is a place to talk about the dogs the way you would at a tailgate, in your backyard, or over a drink with your friends. Are we insiders? Nah. Do we have lofty recruiting connections? Nope. We are just two guys who love talking about the dogs. So let's talk. Hello and welcome to episode 88 of the Talking Dogs podcast. I'm Daniel. And I'm Clint. And uh, suffice it to say, Daniel and I might be up for the next 108 hours straight. It's, it's, I don't, um, I don't know who has been working this week. Yeah. But it's not me. So my kids, my kids somehow are getting up, feeding themselves and getting to school. And just by the grace of God, that's happening. Yep. Uh, we are, we're now, it's Wednesday night as we record this. By the time you listen to this, it'll probably be sometime on Thursday, maybe even Friday, but we're, I mean, we're right at the 48 hour mark, getting, yeah. bearing down on it by the time you're probably listening to this, this show. Um, uh, feels like a big game still, doesn't it, Clint? It's just, this, this feels like a big game. Are we, are we blowing this out of proportion here? No. That's the first question I want to ask. No, we're not. This is the biggest non-conference game Athens has ever seen. And I don't come at me. I don't care. I just, I just don't think, I don't think there's much dispute. You know, we we said last week, this is the biggest game that's been in Athens in the last ten years. Uh huh. I, you know, I just, you go back and you look. What else are you gonna say? I mean, twenty years. Uh, and then you talk about non-conference game. This is certainly. Yeah, I, for for a game that we're going to get to the spread later in this game, but for a game that's got a two touchdown spread, everyone in the national media is touting this as like the game of the year. Yeah. Now I know when it's LSU Alabama, they're going to be touting that as the game of the year. Also, I I'm not dumb enough to think that, but it is the game of the year of the week. Correct. It's, yes. Yeah. So that's a good way of saying that. that. Clint, um, we're now over two minutes, though, into the show, and the world is dying to know what are you going to wear to the game? What clothes are you going to wear to look, the game? Clint, Clint, have you picked out an outfit yet for look, the game? Here's the deal Daniel and I sat for three hours and 15 minutes without knocking two 75 year old men out. But I just to reiterate, you, did not get in a fight. Yeah, did, did not, not get in a fist fight. We had every right in the world to. No one would have said we were in the wrong. Um, Waldorf and Stadler in front of us had it coming. You know what I'm saying? Did, but but like did. we we restrained. 
Just the Burton Ernie of Nashville. Um, mm. It was bad. Uh, but Daniel, I'm fairly certain. No, I'm 100% certain you got us in a room with somebody debating what to wear to the game right now tonight. It, bad things are happening. Look, good on you. No matter what side of the camp you fall down on, just let's do us all a favor and stop talking about it. Do me a solid just, and stop talking right now. Because, again, if these are our biggest problems, then we're doing okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are... I never stop. thought in the entire world, I never thought this was a tweet that was actually going to be shared and used <laughs> in a manner that wasn't on, like, I don't know, a Conan O'Brien segment or something like that, where somebody has gotten the schedule for the Redcoats and what they're wearing to then try to guess at what else they might be wearing and who else might be wearing what, depending on the Redcoats schedule that they snapped a photo of and then tweeted it. Are you kidding me? Okay, we have to move on. I'm getting dumber just just sitting here, listeners. I told you we weren't going to talk about this on the pod, and now here we are. Let's talk about football, Clint. Okay. Does that sound okay. right? That sounds, can we do wait that? Wait a second. That that sounds more like it. My voice inflection has right. changed. Is I'm, an, I'm, now, is, I'm now happy. Is, is Anthony Edwards about to play in a game? Because if not, let's just talk about football. Because Please. we talk about... We came here for two things. Football and Anthony Edwards. And I'm fresh out of Anthony Edwards. So <laughs> that's what we're... <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait to see you full full lather on Ant-Man. I no, just... don't. Don't you worry. I got I got everything locked and loaded. Um, uh, speaking of locked and loaded, speaking of Twitter, speaking of people being dumb. Oh, Clint, Daniel. Oh, Daniel. Here we go. Listen, anytime, anytime you get a big game, national notoriety, Clint, here's what you're going to find. I think maybe you're going to agree with this assessment. What you're going to find anytime you get a big, big game, national notoriety, is you're going to find people coming out of the woodwork. And those people are going to be giving takes. Okay? Now listen, if you follow the Georgia Beat, if you subscribe to the podcasts, if you read the articles, if you are members of the sites, you know all the familiar faces on the Georgia yeah. Beat. And I don't yeah. have to reiterate to you or to anyone else which of them are clowns. I'm thinking of one in particular. And which of them are legitimate reporters. I'm thinking of many of them in particular. But when you get to a national game like this, it's not just those guys, Clint, that are writing about this no. game. It's not just those guys that are developing takes. All of a sudden, people start to have big opinions about Georgia football. I mean, big feelings about Georgia football from from out of nowhere, which is fine. For you to have is, big opinions and oh, okay. big and big feelings, but just when you put them out there and they're stupid, we're going to talk about them on the podcast. It's like a, it's a thing. We, we have a radar. We know every single time, dude with name has said something stupid, and we're going to hunt you down. And we're going to find you. Don't worry about that. Let me take you to. Let me take you to ninety-two nine. The game, Clint. If you're in the, the game. If you're in the Atlanta area, then you know that 92.9 the game 
is the second-rate sports talk station behind 680 The Fan. Um, and so you can expect second-rate takes from 92.9 The Game. But then this guy, whose Twitter handle is at RealThomasMott, let me just tell you something right now, Thomas. There are not fake people trying to make fake Twitters of you. Like, you're not... That's not... Your name doesn't have a check mark next to it. It doesn't oh. need a check mark next to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody, like, you don't have to put real... People who are, like, LeBron James put real next to their Twitter name because people care enough about them to make fake Twitters. Sure. Nobody's nobody's doing that for you. Um, I'm just going to simply read you this tweet, Clint, and I'd like you to respond. Uh, the tweet is simple. It says, according, not only is this a huge game for UGA, it's a huge game for Jake Fromm, the real sure. Thomas Mott says. And these are his three points. Are you ready for the three points? I'm so ready. Point number one. If Fromm loses, now again, that's Fromm, not UGA. If no, no, no. Fromm no. loses, which I didn't know was even possible, because I, did, I didn't know he was he, he's not competing in tiddlywinks. I don't believe. Nope. He's playing he's playing football, so it's not possible even for. But whatever. If Fromm loses, you can basically kiss UGA's playoff hopes goodbye. Hmm. Clint, hmm. just real just real simply. Is that true? Uh, we lose this game. We go on to beat Alabama or LSU in the SEC championship game. We're in the playoff. So, false. But what about the fact that we'll have one loss? And it will have been at home as a two-touchdown favorite. Won't the committee look at our strength of schedule, Clint? Ask anybody besides Clemson who has gone to the playoff before this year if that matters. It, Ask it, anyone it in the don't. world other than Thomas Mott if that matters. So, number one, I don't see how that's on Jake Fromm, first of all. Not only is this a huge game for UGA, it's a huge game for Jake Fromm because if Jake Fromm loses, yeah, UGA again. won't make the playoff. The logic doesn't make Fromm. any sense in that. At number two, Clint, Fromm has struggled – in the big games. That's it. That's the sentence. Clint. Clint. I wish I were making this up, Clint. By the way, just for the record, uh, I have I have Thomas's mugshot. Uh, he's not an actual mugshot. His picture. Um, he what? has not been arrested for what I any understanding that that, I have. that we know of. That we know of. Correct. Um, but I'm I'm staring at his mug, and uh, I'm picturing him say this as you're saying it to me, and it makes it all the better. Um, <laughs> all the better. This, the stupidity is fantastic. Clint, I'm just, I just real simply, again, I just wanted to ask for yeah. the sake of clarification. Is that true? Um, Daniel, you and I watched Jake from last year with all the controversy about Justin Fields. And you and I simultaneously came out and watching him dime passes with no interceptions and nothing but touchdowns and completion percentages through the roof in the biggest games, the SEC championship, the playoff, the, the natty year before. We, we came out and we said simultaneously, this is our quarterback. 
and in we will ride and die with Jake Fromm. Come whoever else you want, I will take Fromm. And it's because of those big moment games where he executed with perfection. Uh, also, Thomas, see Notre Dame two years ago. Oh, I'm ask sorry. Us, you, ask him you about it. You mean his very first start on the road in South yeah. Bend? Yeah. Yeah. Was that a um, perfectly the, dropped ball, Thomas? The, there is no way. I'm talking about there is no way that a pseudo-educated human being could have watched every game that Jake Fromm has started for the University of Georgia and come away with the understanding that Jake Fromm has struggled in the big games. Yeah. No. Uh, the take that you could have said, Thomas, you could have said the defense got bamboozled by Jalen Hurts and was caught off guard, and Jake Fromm had nothing to do with that as the defense allowed that to happen. You could have said that. That you could have, could have been an said okay take. Jake Fromm left the field with the lead in the national championship game and the 2018 SEC championship game. That the last time he walked off the field. The team was ahead. Could have said that. So. Could have said that. I don't know. What a, like, what a lazy, uneducated take this is. I just don't understand. Like, and then his last point is, this is Fromm's last shot. There is no next year. Which, again, his last shot, I reiterate, Thomas, to do what? To right. beat Notre Dame? Like this... Is he... Are you assuming he's going to get benched for Tennessee in two yeah. weeks? That's if right. If we lose? That's right. Like, um, real because quick, Thomas, there are, follow-up question. Why do you think it's his last chance? Mainly, I think you're insinuating that he's going to go off to the draft and get drafted. Quick question, Thomas. Would a team in the NFL whose job it is to make productive players out on the field take somebody who can't perform ever in a big game. Do you think at the premium position of quarterback, a team would draft somebody who can't perform in the big game, but you're insinuating he's going to leave after this year to go get paid to do that? Your logic is sound, my friend. These are the kinds of people that you have to deal with when you are when you're at the top of the mountain, Clint. This is because everybody's got opinions about the team on top. Do you know who nobody has hot takes on? NC State. Like nobody, well, nobody I, just. I currently have hot takes on NC State, but well, I was the fool that took them in the points. That's, so that's only because you lost money on them. Nobody, nobody going out of their way in the national media to come up with a bunch of hot Arkansas takes. All right, we're like this is what you have to deal with when you're at the top of the mountain. But these kinds of this is just Georgia fans don't fall for the clickbait. Don't you understand do it. what I'm saying? Don't listen to what Marty Smith or Paul Feinbaum have to say about Georgia, whether it's good or bad, because it's all the same. It's all nonsense. People who don't really know what this program is, uh, who are just trying to solicit your emotion and passion so that they can sell their program with you don't just don't bother don't waste your time with it oh daniel hot dang oh no thomas 
What's happened to Thomas? Has he has he been arrested? Is it what we feared? Is it not, what we feared? Look, I refuse to go down that road. I refuse to do that. Um, but oh no, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back. September fourth, Thomas wrote an article said the SEC is ripe for the taking. Parentheses. Looking at you, Georgia. Who's taking us where? I don't, Thomas. Who's, what's, who's gonna, who's gonna take us somewhere? Tommy? What, what's the take here? Also, really quick, Thomas, again, the only real threat that he sees on our schedule is Texas A&M. Interesting. That's, that's interesting. Uh, Last thing being said, and then I'm gonna leave you alone, Thomas. Uh, I can't really blame the guy. He graduated from Baylor University and grew up in Texas. Look, this is so. this guy's got Danny Cannell written all over him. Look, uh, his, the, his, his aim that he wrote, he says, the aim of every show is to blend Atlanta sports with national sports with his, quote, unique takes. Yeah, I, well, I'd those say Those are some so. unique takes. Those are some unique takes. Jake Fromm struggled in big games. Well, if you were looking for unique... You found it, Clint. Um, Daniel, may, have, may you have, the the same, yeah. have you noticed the same phenomenon that I've noticed? Oh, I have. Uh, I have. Because usually Twitter is a place, Daniel, what I've learned over the years at Twitter is a place where happiness and healthy emotional individuals rule the day. Right? That's. I've not. You must be on a different app than I'm on. I don't. I've not noticed that to be the case. Uh, oh, no, no, no. It's trolls looking for a fight and saying stupid nonsense. That's what it is. Wait a second. Correct. Um, hey, hey I, got, I got a couple bones to pick. Uh, Desmond, I'm looking at you, bro. Desmond, oh, Howard, Des. what's up? How you doing, homie? Oh, Des. Uh, let's go back two weeks ago uh, when the Antonio Brown— I'm, I'm going to set him up on a number of things because Desmond came out uh, against Cole Kublik, who said— Desmond, Desmond long time— Friend of the University of Georgia always has seemingly glowing things to say about always. us. Always, always. Um, Desmond Howard Cole came out and said, "I love the way Cade Mays plays football," and shows the photo or shows the video that we've all seen. Jake Fromm's rolling to the right. Uh, also, by the way, rolling on, uh, not in great position. Dimes a laser shot to Cager for the touchdown. Really quick. Mm-hmm. But That's nobody's right. watching that, Clint. What no. are they watching? They're watching Cade Mays dig for gold using another man's head. That's what they're watching, Daniel. He threw a left hook, and he just absolutely brought that man, young man to Jesus right he, there. He absolutely <laughs> baptized him by soil. <laughs> Took him right to the altar. And then you could tell there's this moment in Cade Mays' head where he goes, Oh, crap. I hit him toward Jake. Like, I've just just discarded this fellow that was in front of me. And I've accidentally done it toward my quarterback. I got to rectify this. The poor Arkansas State kid tries to get up. He's not trying to sack the quarterback. He's trying to get to medical attention. That's what he's trying to do. (laughs) And Cade Mays comes over. At about 92 miles an hour and just finishes the drill on this guy. And I use the word drill both metaphorically and literally. He absolutely punishes this guy into was, the ground. It was beautiful. It was, Everything we love about Cade Mays 
everything was shown Absolutely. right there. Absolutely. Okay. So Cole says, I love how he plays the game. Now, Cole did not state this is elite play. All he said is this, this passion, this drive is there. Desmond Howard gets on and says, hey, uh, hey, Cole, check the competition, dude. Check the competition. Uh, okay. Well, Desmond, you got okay. my attention. I checked your competition. I don't know okay, if you Des. understand that. It turns out that didn't age well for anybody. Uh, really mm-hmm. quick, two weeks ago, Desmond, uh, A.B. is not the initials for Antonio Bryant, who you oh. erroneously said was being cut by the Raiders. No, that's Antonio Brown, but you said multiple times on game day, Antonio Bryant. Now, I'm not a, I'm not a big you know, producer, but I thought probably the best wide receiver in the entire league should probably be known by somebody who covers football. Oh, wait, Desmond um, doesn't know what he's talking about. It's possible that Desmond doesn't know him because he has an NFL career. Oh, that's probably right. Desmond does not <laughs> any nor, longer. Nor really did he. Did he? Ever. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Desmond, Desmond, here's what I did. I went back and I said... Uh, well, what kind of competition were you facing in 1991 when you won the Heisman, Desmond? Uh, hmm. Here's the teams that they went, by the way, 10-2 and two against. They were 10-2 and two that year. Um, they beat up on the likes of the, the formidable, prior-to-rowing-the-boat Minnesota Golden Gophers, who finished the year 2-9. and nine. Okay. Okay. Check competition there. The Northwestern mighty, mighty men prior to a coach who gave a dang about anything over there. Uh, they were 3-8 and eight that year. Okay. Michigan State, Sparty, before Coach D'Antoni decided that he can't win against Pac-12 teams. Uh, they were also 3-8 and eight that year. A little salty there about bad beats, about I, bets that we lost. Oh, my gosh. Why? Creeping, I, in, look, creeping in over here. Fool, fool me once. I've, well, I've heard well, someone say. We may get to that later in the show. Foreshadowing. Uh, Ohio State, before Urban Meyer just took the, the rules and regulations and wiped his backside with them. Uh, you mean you mean before he exhibited such class and character? Sorry, that's what I meant. I mispronounced class and character and integrity. Um, yeah. Ohio State was 8-4 and four that year. They also won against BC and Indiana. Uh, Daniel, I haven't I haven't even said the best team that year that they faced, which was Iowa. Okay, hmm. Iowa was ten and one, and quarterbacking Iowa was the the Hall of Fame worthy Matt Rogers. You you remember Matt Rogers, don't you, Daniel? Matt Rogers. Those uh-huh. are two names I'm familiar with. If that's what you're asking, yeah, that that counts. It's, is he it's... is he Aaron's uncle? No, is that possibly no. Okay. No, then nope. no affiliation. I'm blank. Okay. Uh, and then Mike Sanders, the the all time uh, Iowa leading running back in yards mm-hmm. per carry against Michigan State, I assume. I have no idea. Okay. Um, and Brett Bielema, which if his coaching career is any indication of his playing career, that was piss poor. All right. So that's the that's the team. Now I haven't even mentioned uh, they they won against all these teams, uh, save for a, a couple of them, and they went on to play Washington that year. Uh, and Mark Brunel, who mm-hmm. uh, was you know over at the Huskers and, and just doing something, he was 
I assume he was already 43 at the time. He was already has been 43 for two and a half decades. Yeah. No, look, if you want to know who was the spokesperson born for Just for Men, it's Mark (laughs) Brunel. Born to play that role. Okay. He was. Uh, And Steve Entman, who was the number number one overall draft pick that year, who turned out to be one of the worst draft picks ever. Fantastic. Um, and they got crushed by Washington, ran out of the building, and lost it. That was the best team they played that year. Daniel, I ask you, any of those 1991 teams scaring you? Was that, was that Bowden's legacy at Florida State during that time? Was Illustrious that- competition? Is that what you're saying? That Desmond really, he really prides himself in playing elite competition. Yep. Is that what it is? I just want to know, Desmond, if you're going to knock our boy Cade for playing his heart out, uh, can I take your stats away from Minnesota, Northwestern, Michigan State? Um, can I take those away and only judge you on the other games? Would you win the Heisman, bro? What happens there? I just don't think. But he did make that pose in the end zone that one time. He, he did. Uh, listen, don't come after Cade Mays when Clint is paying attention. That's nope. just like he's going he's gonna to dig into your life, and he's going to find a way to make you look stupid. Look, Cade Mays don't need my protection, so I'm, I'll be no. his annoying little hype man over in the corner, and he'll just no, stand he there silently. He, he just rolls his me. eyes every time yeah. you walk in. Like he's, <laughs> he mercifully tolerates you. Which, and I will take, because that's Cade Mays. That's my, that's my lineman right there. Don't mess with him. Um, step up in competition this week, so I'm told. <laughs> so I'm told. Still to be determined. To be determined. Let's talk about that competition, Clint. Um, fair to say, we were texting earlier today. Is it fair to say that you're confident at this point? Which it's it's Wednesday night, going on Thursday. Yep. Fair to say that you're confident at this point in the week. Uh, Daniel, if if I had friends, I'd be running my mouth to them. <laughs> That's. I can't remember the last time I felt this way. We were talking. I don't. I didn't anticipate coming into the season and and feeling this confident about Georgia. I thought it would be a good year. Yeah. But I thought this team. It's a. Sh- I came into the season feeling an overwhelming sense of. It's a shame that this is going to be Jake's last year because I think next year with Jake would be the prohibitive favorite Correct. to win it all. Yeah. Um, but, Clint, that was because I thought the freshmen were going to take some time, I guess, Again, to develop. Go, just quickly go back. Remind yourself what we came into the season scared of. Okay. I can't uh, remember anything. I, but. I can't either right now, but let's play the game. We had two concerns. I had two concerns that everybody said. Uh, you and I couldn't talk about the wide receivers after J- JJ dismissed himself from humanity. Uh, mm-hmm. And we couldn't talk about who was going to tackle anybody on defense continually. Okay. The linebacker just, position. Well, yeah. Well, yes. Let's just call it. Uh, okay. I, I didn't want to call them just... 
Let's just call them who they are. Blatantly out. We were, we were nervous about linebackers, and we were nervous about wide receivers. Uh, you nervous about those two position groups anymore, Daniel? No. Nope. No, I'm just – no, I'm not. Nope. Um, not only that, but I've never been more optimistic about the defensive line. I've never been more optimistic about the pass rush. I've never been more excited – about the depth at corner. Think about last year. No. Last we can all agree. The defense was better in 2017 than it was in 2018. We can all agree. 100%. He wore the number 3. Yeah, uh, yep, that's the only um, reason that the defense was better. <laughs> but so take your pick, 2018 or 2017. I think we can agree the corners were better in 2018. Think about the corners in 2017. I know you don't want to. I don't. I don't. Because you've you've systematically I, made an effort to scrub them from your memory I, not, not I have tried. I have officially gone total black ops. I've bought drugs off of the FBI to wipe my brain. We are 87 episodes away from the moment when we last spoke of the 2017 secondary. <laughs> Correct. Think about the depth at corner last year, Clint. Okay? We had a we had the best corner in the country on the team last year. And Ugh. who else again? Uh we rotated I think four guys through trying to find somebody that wouldn't get beat deep. I mean Eric Stokes at towards the end of the year started to come into his own. Uh-huh. Tyson Campbell was a hot mess. I I, at just, times. I couldn't with him. And then what? I'm just asking you. At the end of the year, Eric Stokes just turns an ankle. He needs to miss a series. Then what happens? Now, fast forward to the 2019 defense, Clint. Mm. Goodbye, DeAndre Baker. Hello a legitimate four deep at corner that you just pick your two. I, I, I'm telling you right now, if Brian Kelly got to choose the two <laughs> corners that played the entire game yeah. against Notre Dame of the four, I would feel great about it. Honest to God, if he got to choose, I pick your position. Like he could pick the ones that play. Legitimately, we said here's 22 players on defense. You make you our choose roster. 11. Go ahead. I'd feel great about it. Mm-hmm. I'd feel great about it. There is more depth on this team, but more really good depth on this team. Is Trayvon Walker better or worse than he was at the beginning of the year? Oh, oh. Oh, yeah. Look, you yeah. want to get me rifting for a while? Just say the name Trayvon Walker and just hand me a microphone for days because I won't stop. That man is glorious. Nolan Smith, Trayvon Walker, yes, but don't forget, Clint. It's the year of the sophomore linebacker. Uh huh. Aziz Ojolari, how's he doing? Is he doing oh. okay? Is he? Be- oh. Is he? I know he's a redshirt freshman, just before you get all technical up in my mentions, but he's a sophomore. Come on. Is Adam Anderson is Adam Anderson playing many many meaningful snaps? Is Kirby days? just making up positions to put him on the field now? Uh, Clint, there's there is a lot to like 
about this team. There is a lot to like about this defense. And my level of confidence is at an all-time high. I just, like we said last episode, I'm not scared of anybody. I'm not scared of anybody. So I want to go, I want to go next level. We're both very confident about the game. I want to talk about what's your level of confidence about specific areas of the game, all right? So on a scale of 1 to 10, Clint, I would like to know your level of confidence in Jake Fromm, who, by the way, his legacy is on the line in this game. Yeah, no, I, I think I've heard that from a very, very reliable source. If Jake Fromm doesn't perform in this game, I believe that he will be exiled to a distant, faraway, like, Russian province where he will have to live out the remainder of his days. Yeah. Um, Rasputin-type type end of life. Correct. What is your level of confidence, scale of 1 to 10, on Jake Fromm throwing for 285 yards in this game? Um, not that high. Mm-hmm. And it's... It's because it's because he'll be ten of eleven for a buck seventy five and two touchdowns. That's how I see this game going too. Every everyone I've listened to or read, I feel like this week, and let me reiterate, I've done nearly no work and done nothing <laughs> but think about this game. Asher Asher can't be on this podcast because he's malnourished and just in a cor- corner starving somewhere. He's at the grocery store bagging groceries, hoping that somebody will give him a tip so that he can buy himself some dinner. Um, listen, everyone I've heard talk about is talking about how they believe that this is going to be a, like a breakout game for Jake Fromm. I just don't see it going that way, Clint. I don't see the game and playing out that way. I, I don't either. I don't either. I think... I think we might have multiple 100-yard rushers. I would second that. Let me let me say this. Level of confidence, 1 to 10, that DeAndre Swift and James Cook both have 100 yards from scrimmage. Run or you pass. Just said some, Run or pass. Yeah, right, right. You said line of scrimmage. Um, that's in, by the way, really quick, that... To have two backs do that in a game is not common. Like we're not we're not, we're not talking about something that happens every single weekend. No, right, people? Like so, get that. And I'm at a seven confidence level that will happen. Oh, I'm at a nine. Yeah, because listen, DeAndre Swift's already got his. It's oh, just yeah. it's in the bag. It's, he, it's leader in the clubhouse. It is a ten out of ten. It, this one goes to eleven. Okay, like that's. That's DeAndre Swift. So it's a nine level of confidence that James Cook can do, can get it done. And I just, I don't think we've seen the gas pedal down for an entire game yet. And so what is that going to look we like? We have not. What is that going to look it's like? It's frightening people. Again, it's like, it's like trying to race a, a car and realizing some dude's just been first through third. And he hasn't even touched fourth and fifth yet. Mm-hmm. Like that's it's terrifying for other teams. Listen, this is not the twenty seventeen Georgia Bulldogs rolling into town. Okay. This is not Nick Chubb 
Sony Michelle hope one of them breaks one. Cloud of dust, seven yard back shoulder to Javon Wimps, and Rodrigo saves the day. Like that's not that's not the team that's rolling in to this game. Okay, this this is potentially the most dominant offensive team that Georgia has had since Herschel ever. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I I think Jake's going to throw for whatever he wants in this game. I don't. I just. I don't think Jake. I I, I honestly think Jake's going to be just. He's going to be looking at things when they get in that four wide, the set that I love, the four wide with the slot of specialization over there Mm -hmm. and DeAndre in the back. I think he's going to be checking out of a lot of called in passes because he's like, nope. Oh, look at this box. Look at this. I'm I'm staring at at Solomon Kinley and uh, Andrew Thomas over here, and there's one defensive lineman nearby. Which means Solomon Kinley is just going to be in a full sprint towards the middle linebacker. And Kate over on their side has not yet stopped sounding like a locomotive. He is just he is just making the sound like a horn from his three point stance, and I have to make him stop. <laughs> oh I'm just envisioning him actually in a three point stance. Whoop whoop. <laughs> That's that's fantastic. Um, Which comes first in this game, Clint? This is the real question. Which comes first? Video footage of the Rodrigo Blankenship scholarship ceremony in the Notre Dame locker room? Oh, yeah. Or a mention that Jake Fromm played in the Little League World Series? Which comes Uh, first on the broadcast? Rodrigo. Rodrigo comes first. On the broadcast, are you, are you talking pregame as well? I'm saying like from the time that that Gary and uh, Brad no. hit the screen. Take over? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, then it's absolutely going to be Fromm and Little League. Fromm's going to take the field before Rodrigo. Because they won't do it on yeah. a kickoff. They'll do it on a field no. goal attempt or an extra point. Uh, so Fromm's going to get the field before Rodrigo. So I, I just it yeah. it might not be the first series, but it feels like Little League World Series. Anytime, anytime that those two guys can talk about a player's mom, they're going to do it. Is what we've we've <laughs> learned from their previous broadcast. So anytime he can get Little League and get photos of the family back up, they're going to do it. That's that's just not going to touch that. I'm not going to not going to talk about. Gary talking about someone's mom. So not gonna, oh. not even going to go there. Um, Clint, level of confidence-wise, I, I mentioned to you earlier, the spread of this game is... I think you can still get it in some places at 13.5. Might be 14. Some places I've yeah. seen it's 14.5. Um, um, you can at least buy it down to 13.5. What do you have a lock in this game? Like, I mean, we what's our confidence level in terms of the people came here today to get the locks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, go on, sign on, get your credentials, mm-hmm. username, password, voice, username, password, use the face recognition or your fingerprint, whatever is required. Go to your favorite offshore booking site. 
find Georgia Line, put your amount in, hit submit because it's a lock we are covering this spread. Is it 14 and a half right now? I'm just give I'm me, just give me give me 14 in the hook, Daniel. <laughs> give me 14 and the hook. I'm just telling you right now. At 14 at 13 and a half certainly. At 14 you just lock this way. You just lock this up six ways to Sunday. Clint, it is it's an absolute stone cold lock. Um I know people are Kirby nervous. May, Kirby may knock out an assistant coach in this game. I don't like like just out of pure excitement. I know people are nervous. And the back door might be open. Sure. But but you get into a game like this and it just feels like Notre Dame's gonna be overmatched. I just don't see it. I don't see it at all. I don't see us being locked in. But then again, like I need, I need a bucket of cold water, Clint, because I'm no. like I'm not, no. I'm not thinking soundly. Uh, because until until shown otherwise, uh-huh. I would take us minus thirteen and a half against Clemson today, and I would bet it. Like I would bet it, I would bet it right now. I would take the over two and a half interceptions for Trevor Lawrence. I would take the over. Two and a half touchdown passes for Jake Fromm, and I would, and I would take Travis Etienne under eighty yards, and I would bet Georgia minus thirteen and a half against Clemson right now, today. This this team, Daniel, I, this team is so much fun because it feels as though again when we asked Brian Kelly, "Hey, pick your twenty-two. If we went to another defensive coordinator, and said, "All right, hey." 60-40 split. You want us to run 60% or pass 60%? You you choose. I I don't care what he answers. No. I don't care I don't care how he answers. No, he can have whatever he wants. Oh, we'll let you choose how we beat you. And guess what? If we only run 40% of the time, we're still going to score 28 points on the ground because those 40% runs are going to be dominant still. Like yep. You have to stop running. Here's the thing about running. Yeah. They make you stop when you get to the end zone. Ask James Cook. He knows. They make yeah. you stop running. Like He could have 20 million yards rushing by now, but they make you stop running because nobody's catching him on these runs. Uh, all right. Well, we're both in agreement. We got a lock. We got a lock. I, I'm I'm locking this up, hundred percent, Daniel. Not even not even funny. All right. Well, we got a few more minutes here. Let's give. The, how many more locks you got? Uh, I I got a, a confidence meter for you. Okay. Oh oh, okay. I see. Oh I see. Scale of one to ten. All right. Um, we hold them to ten points or fewer. I'm going to say it's six. No, no, five. I'm going to say there five. Okay. Ten points or less. I mean, Daniel, we're not – just just take a quick look over the scoreboard over teams. A lot of teams that suck are getting ten points or more. But I I put it as a six. You were, you were right when you came out of the gate. I put it as a six. 
The um, I, I think we are going to be so so amped for this game. What's your what's your what's your score prediction of this game? Uh, 35-10. 35-10. I think it's going to be like. 31-13 mm. or so. Mm-hmm. Both of us firmly under 58. Just that's the number. That's true. 58. That's true. I don't feel confident betting the under. But. No. No, no. But it is out there if you want to take the under. Um, yeah. I just don't know what else to say about it. This is a very uncomfortable place for me to be in, Clint. I've never been this confident about a Georgia team in my entire life. I am. It, I'm, well, I feel like I'm. That's terrifying. Like I'm, I don't. I haven't learned how to swim, and all of a sudden, I'm just in the deepest end of the pool. I cannot figure out how I got here. I didn't want to be here. I wanted to be pessimistic. I wanted. To believe that all the wheels were going to fall off and it was all going to fall apart. But somehow I ended up here. Here we are. Well, I think we're going to win the freaking national championship, Clint. I don't know what... I, I don't know what to say. It's very we, it's very uncomfortable for me. Yep. It's not a good feeling. No, it's I, not. I second that emotion. It's not a good feeling. Um, all right. Let's give the people what they want. Let's get to some more uh, locks. we got a couple... Couple more locks while we have it. Uh, I'm gonna run through mine because again, I'm not watching these games. I'll just no, be I'll just be vomiting in a bucket <laughs> until the game starts. Just so. eating the ends of my fingers because my fingernails have since already left the buying other people's digits so I can just <laughs> chew their fingernails. Um, uh, I have three more locks to go. Uh, I'm taking Texas, given five wowzers against. Okie State. I almost took uh, Okie State. That's interesting. Uh, well, it's going to be an interesting yeah, game. You know what? I went back and forth. That, it, look, I like Okie that State. Game is just, that, but. That's just, that game is just crazy. Every single year is crazy. Uh, I'm taking Auburn plus four against a and I'm taking – you heard. You heard me. You heard me. Uh, right. And I'm taking, I'm taking Cal plus two and a half. Old Miss? <laughs> against Old Miss? Against Ole Miss. What's up? What's up, Ole Miss? Say, say I'm wrong. Okay, well, you're wrong. I'm not taking Ole Miss, but I do like Ole Miss in that line. Um, I am taking Texas A&M minus – I got them at three and a half, though. I am taking Texas A&M minus three and a half against Auburn at home. Bo Nix on the road. Kellen Mond at home. These are. I don't know this if you is know this. Overreaction city to a Clemson defense, which has been salty this year, and completely shut been. down uh, Kellen Mond. And Auburn hasn't done anything except uh, play poorly, and then miraculously get lucky in the most Auburn way possible against Oregon. Well, correct. Uh, Texas A and M's the better team. They're the home team, and uh, I think they're going to win this game. I think they're going to win it pretty handily. So, so yeah, plus I have Texas A&M over 7.5 season win total, and this would be a huge win. 
for the Texas A&M I over I, I seven. I still and can't half. believe you took that over seven and a half with that schedule. I still can't believe that. Well, look, they could lose to Georgia, Clemson, Auburn, and LSU, and still hit eight. But if they beat Auburn, all of a sudden they got a game to play with. They can they can mess around and lose to Mississippi State and still go over. I think they're going to win this weekend. I took a minus three and a half. I also, Clint, brace yourself. I just mm-hmm. need you to find a chair. I've gone against several principles this weekend. Oh, no. Fool you once. He said, bring bring me the pain. Well, these are actually your principles. They're not my principles, so I don't feel as bad about it. I'm taking oh, no. I'm taking Michigan plus three and a half against Wisconsin. Listen, at some point... I don't, Daniel is literally he's he is literally physically he can't he can't continue. He was about to defend I, his pick and he just he literally is holding his I hand. Don't, I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. I don't know, people. Don't don't listen to me. But <laughs> look, we came into this season thinking that Michigan was a way better team than Wisconsin. At least I did. I did oh, not I was not buying into I Wisconsin. Well. Wisconsin has not played anyone. And they've destroyed those no ones that they've played. We have not learned one thing about Wisconsin yet this season. Okay, now, that being said, we have learned something about Michigan. About Michigan. <laughs> we've learned we've learned some things about Michigan. To be fair, Army did struggle week one, but they did win week one against Rice. Sure. Sure. We don't know for a fact that Army's not a good team this year. Uh at least a salty triple option, same as they were last year, let's say, kind of team. Shea Patterson is hot garbage at quarterback. Shea. They need Shea, to They need to replace him with anyone. Whoever their backup right guard is, put him in a quarterback. I promise you he will be better. These Shea two Patterson. things have something in common. Jim Harbaugh and Clown Dan oh, have, have something in common. Don't be Dan. These are these are people that willfully start a worse quarterback to try to prove a point. Um, in the case of Dopey Dan, he got bailed out by an injury. He did. Uh, Jim Harbaugh not having the same fortune. I'm still taking Michigan plus. I just think if I'm I'm catching three and a half with a team that I genuinely believe is better. I just and a and a game that I know they're going to be very motivated for. I um I'm taking Michigan. I'm also taking Colorado uh plus seven and a half at Arizona State. Listen, is Colorado good? No. Do have they? Is their defense absolutely abysmal? Yes, it is. Does Arizona State have the worst offense in the FBS? I believe they do. I believe Arizona State has the worst offense in all of college football. Uh, so that's going to be a something has to give. Worst offense versus maybe worst defense in Colorado. That being said, this is an overreaction, a way overreaction to Arizona State beating Michigan State over the weekend. Uh, yeah. Colorado's offense is way better than Michigan State's offense, period. Like Colorado's skill positions, quarterback. Uh, way better than Michigan State's offense. They are catching seven and a half points here, Colorado. Give me Colorado plus seven and a half against Arizona State. And then for my last one, Clint, 
Uh-oh. This is violating everyone's principles. <laughs> oh, no. These principles, these you, are these are principles that you can't. Is this 11 a.m. kickoff? Is you, this 11 a.m. kickoff? This 11 a.m. Central, 12 noon yeah. Eastern. Yeah, 12 noon Eastern, right. Oh, no. Oh, no. These principles just, it, it should be, it's a given that you don't, that you shouldn't violate these. But you know what? Give me Tennessee. Yeah, you do. Give me Tennessee. Plus 14 and a half at the swamp. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. Jared Grantana, before you ask, still plays quarterback <laughs> for the University of Tennessee. Jer- Jeremy Pruitt is still coaching over there? Jared Grantano is a poor man's, you heard me, a poor man's Felipe Franks. Felipe Franks. <laughs> okay, and that is a lot for me to say. That is a mouthful. And he still plays quarterback for Tennessee. But listen to me. And I just read that Emory Jones may, in fact, play in this game, which I couldn't believe that he didn't come in when Franks went down. He's- He's not, wait, he's not injured? No, no. He's eligible? Yes. and He's not arrested? No, but Dopey Dan just said Kyle Trask is my guy. Don't, I don't want, I don't want Emory Jones. (laughs) Give me Kyle Trask, because Dan Mullen, I don't know if you know this, made Dak Prescott into an NFL player. And so he he believes, he believes he somehow conjured some voodoo over Jerry Jones, and so now he believes that he can do anything. Um, Emory Jones makes me nervous, but um, Florida's defensive line makes me nervous with this bet. It, but it I just should. believe 14.5 points is too many daggum points. Florida's not good. Florida shouldn't be favored of no. 14.5 points over anybody in the SEC. And I say that because... Tennessee might be the worst team in the SEC, and I'm taking Tennessee. Like, give me 14.5 points and any SEC team against Florida. That's what I'm making this bet on. Uh, They shouldn't have won. If field goal kicker hits a chip shot, they lose the game last week to Kentucky. Now you're telling me they're a 14.5-point favorite against. If they lose that game, which they did on the field, based on their performance, they lost the game. Yes. If Kentucky kicker isn't named I suck at kicking field goals, that's literally his given birth name. If that's not his name, then this line is Florida minus eight. So maybe, you're yeah, maybe you're giving me six and a half free points. I'll take Tennessee plus fourteen and a half. Ooh. It's that nice. That's a spicy meatball. I'm, ha- I'm happy to say I won't be watching any of these games. I'll have my head nope. firmly in the bucket. Uh, I will just be watching the clip of Cade Mays assault that Arkansas State defensive lineman over and he over. He literally, again. literally should have, would have been arrested on any other context. Hundred percent, the Athens PD almost stormed the field, and they said, "I'm sorry, is this not at a bar on Broad Street?" Okay, sorry, we're out of line here. We're it's sorry. our bad. That's our bad. <laughs> That's all bad. That's on us. Uh, no, it was it was second degree for sure. Uh, any last thoughts on the Notre Dame game for the people, Clint? You, 
guys, I don't know how to express this in, in sensible, non-over-emotional ways. Um, should we turn on some music? You know. Should we should we cue up some? Should we no, cue? no, music is not needed. Candles okay. are not needed. Robes right. are not needed. Right. I don't need any of that. All right. But I need you to understand something. No matter the outcome of this game, this game is for you and for Georgia. Okay, so the fan and for Georgia players, this is for you because after this game, no one is going to give us any credit we deserve. Okay, oh, I'm preparing you ahead of time. That's a great okay? pre-warning PSA that you're giving the people. I have to get this out. I don't care about rankings. I don't. These are things I don't care about: rankings, colors we wear, mm. colors we don't wear, or Desmond in, Howard. Or I was just gonna say, inarticulate bull from has been, never was players. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't care about it. I care about watching the dogs dismantle people. So take Saturday for what it is. Enjoy the three and a half hours that you get to watch the dogs destroy a man's will. That's what you need to do. And don't think anything other than that. That's right. All we have to do is keep winning our games. That's it. If we do that, the rankings don't matter. I don't care. Doesn't matter who thinks we played a great schedule. I don't care. Doesn't matter what Florida fan says about us on Twitter. Don't care. Just not relevant. None of it's relevant. You know who has to you know who has to think about all that stuff? Two groups of people. One, people whose teams aren't that good. Those are uh-huh. the people that have to think about that. Two, Alabama fans, because they're just butthurt about everything. Like because they are just turned everything. around sideways, just want to get their feelings hurt about every little thing don't be like any of those people just don't be like those people be better than those people enjoy saturday it's going to be a great day to be a dog um we will be enjoying it from our respective couches we hope you are there we hope you're loud we hope you're wearing whatever shirt fits you the most comfortably uh and we will be back on monday to discuss all of it and to explain to you why we have sold our houses and bet everything on Georgia to win the national championship. (laughs) (laughs) Start a GoFundMe. And to ask you if we can come live with you for a bit because our wives have had enough. (laughs) That's uh, also confidence meter that that's, that could be reality scale of one to 10. (laughs) That's a, the 10. That's it. (laughs) We will be back on Monday. Uh, Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you guys later. See ya.